Hey guys, so it's been a hot minute since the last episode. I've been dealing with not only my mental health, but with school and my current job, my new job, the holidays, everything that most people and teenagers normally deal with. So I already know this is going to, excuse me, going to be a long episode. So hang in there and I'm just going to jump right into it. So I think the first thing that I should definitely talk about is my current job and switching jobs. So last time I made an episode, I was talking about a horror story that happened at work just before Black Friday. So I guess I will pick up from there from the best of my memory. That was about a month ago. So let's see what else I can think of that has recently happened since then. So my current job recently hired a bunch of new hires for the holidays. So they're only there until... I believe either the end of this week or I think until January 6th. I'm not exactly too sure, but we hired a bunch of new people and that kind of took a toll on a lot of us because some of us were taken off of our regular jobs that we're supposed to do. So when I was originally hired, I was hired as a cashier and then I wasn't getting enough credits for our credit card system we have, so they took me off of that and put me in fitting rooms, but I do hop on the registers every once in a while. So I'm there one day just doing my job, you know, helping out on the registers, and this is actually kind of a funny story. So I'm standing there in our little, I can't call it a booth because it's not, but at the registers, in the women's quad and each section has their own walkie-talkies along with the managers so I'm in there with two of my coworkers that are both fairly new one of them I go to school with the other one I don't really know and this happened slightly after Black Friday or it happened the day before it happened around Black Friday And the three of us are getting ready to go on our 15-minute break or on our lunch break since we were all scheduled at the same time. We're just standing around talking, having fun, whatever. And the next thing we know, we hear someone, whether it was one of the managers or someone in one of the departments, say over the walkie the following thing. I kid you not when I say that this is what we heard, and I started bursting out with laughter only because of how funny it sounds. So like I said, we were standing there talking, and all of a sudden we hear over the walkies, do we sell any meat thermometers in the men's department? So I started laughing. I find this insanely funny because first off... If we were selling meat thermometers, why would they be in the men's department? You know, my coworkers, I, me being the only girl there, started laughing and started making jokes about that. You know, one of them was like, well, if anything, they should be selling measuring tapes there. And, you know, I made a whole joke about that. 
And I was like, well, first off, why would we sell them in the men's department? Why not just in the home department where they normally would be? So our whole break, we were just laughing about that. There have been a lot of other things that happened at work, too. Um, One of them, besides that, was actually on Black Friday. Black Friday, obviously, as you guys know, is very stressful for cashiers and people, essentially everyone who works as a sales associate. It's very stressful on all of us because we have humongous lines with honestly and I don't even mean to sound mean yes that was the right words I'm sorry it's eight in the morning I don't even mean to sound rude when I say this but honestly we've got all the cashiers with lines full of again not trying to sound rude stupid people when we very clearly advertise we have coupons on our website or you can ask one of the cashiers and one of us most likely has it yada 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 so it is very stressful for all of us when we have you know a line double the size that we normally have and we have all our registers open because of covid we could only have at each section, only about two of our registers open. We have four of them, and we could only have two open. So it was very difficult trying to have four registers open in each department because of how close together they are. It definitely does not follow the six feet apart rule. It maybe only does like five feet-ish, depending on the department. So, when you have a line of 200 people, and most of them don't realize that the coupon is online, so it takes a few minutes to load, it does get very stressful. And we didn't end up using what, like, we call them mobile warriors. Essentially, they're just scanners that you go and you can scan the price of an item And we can cash people out that way. I don't believe we used those this year because of COVID. Because we would have one line that's strictly for cash only and one line that is or cash and card. And then the other that is strictly just for our store's card. So on this lovely Black Friday, again, with COVID, we didn't know how many people would show up. And it was a normal amount. Again, this is my first Black Friday I've ever worked, so I didn't know how many people, but it was a normal amount of people that you would expect. Line's a little bit longer, but we got everything done. So that day I was supposed to be doing fitting room like I am normally assigned, and I was doing it, and one of my coworkers, you know, I walked over by the registers because... I'll walk over there and I'll just hang out for a few minutes. So I walk over there and at the time, you guys obviously can't tell, but I had my natural brown hair and then October I changed it to purple and now this past like week I went blonde 
Um, if you have my Instagram or my Snapchat or any of my social media, I have posted pictures of it. Go check it out if you haven't. But my nickname at work at the time was Purple because of my hair. And one of my coworkers looks at me and she goes, hey, keep an eye on, you know, men's fitting room. Someone just went in there with a giant cart full of stuff. So we normally don't let people take carts in the fitting room for the main reason of theft. And so I go in there and I just kind of walk in and I just kind of look. And, you know, I pop my head out and I let her know, like, yeah, hey, they're in there. So, again, it was a day where I probably didn't get a lot of sleep and it didn't register in my head why she wanted me to look. But I went and I looked and I went, did other duties around the store, did recovery, which is just, or zoning as one of my friends calls them at her job, which is just, you know, folding the stuff hanging stuff up, putting stuff away, whatever. And I come back, and my manager is, you know, there standing outside the fitting room. And so I was like, okay, something's going on. So one of my coworkers was in there, too, at the end of her shift, trying stuff on with her friends, whatever. And she asks if she's in there. She says, yeah. So she gives me a look to go into the fitting room. And I go in, and I look. And I, you know, give her a thumbs up, like, yeah, they're still in there. That's when it started catching on to me, oh, something's going on. So I leave again, whatever, come out, come back, and she tells me, hey, go clean this, you know, this stall. And I say, okay. I kept leaving and coming back because I had to work both fitting rooms and, again, do recovery and caching. So I leave and I come back. And next thing I know, my manager is looking at me, and I'm thinking I did something wrong. One of the... I can't call her a manager, because she's not, so she's like a semi-manager. Hands me a pile of clothes, and she says, I don't want to see this right now. Take it and put it in the back. I say, okay, well, what happened? She's like, well, someone tried to steal. I was like, well, yes, I know that. So... I thought that she, you know, had more detail about it. She didn't. I take it to the back, to the warehouse, and I take a video, and I put it on Snap, and it was a bunch of name brand, like, expensive, Nike and Champion, all that stuff, a giant pile of it. So I posted that, and I was like, this is just a small amount of what the person tried to take. They also tried to take a bunch of coats and nice shoes, pretty much a whole bunch of stuff that they, we wouldn't have been able to, or I should say they wouldn't have been able to even get out of the store with all that because of the sensors. And even if they did get outside the store, I knew what they looked like, and so did half the managers and a bunch of people, so we would have been able to get them. Another instance was recently a week or two ago, maybe three, and I had just gotten to work, and I go and I talk to some of my coworkers, and then I hear the walkies going crazy. So I was like, you know what, guys? I'm going to go in the back and get ready for work. I had no clue what was going on. I just thought, you know, a bunch of the managers were talking at once. So I was like, okay, they're just having a conversation. And then I come back 
And I'm doing my shift. And about halfway through, we just all of a sudden hear our security alarms go off, which it happens pretty much every single day just because sometimes we forget to take the tag off of something or the jewelry, the sensors on there, we normally don't scan those because it's going to go off anyways or it's because of our carts, whatever. So my coworker looks at me and one of my other coworkers and was like, a person just left with a cart full of stuff. And like they zoomed out of the store. So we said, okay, well, let's call a manager over. We talked about it for a few minutes and we decided, okay, let's call someone over. Because when the cart set it off, that's normal. But she said, she was like, he just kind of zoomed out of the store and didn't say anything, didn't bring the cart back. And we didn't think that was one of the carts that set stuff off because some carts in certain sections of the store won't. Because this one lady ended up taking a cart, didn't even realize, she didn't even realize it. And she walked out of the store, came back about five minutes, not even five minutes later, and was like, I am so sorry, I ended up taking your cart with me. We said it was fine, whatever. So we ended up calling the manager over, and it took her a good ten minutes, keep in mind, like seven It took this manager a good 10 minutes to get there. So by the time she got there, it was pointless. And the coworker who noticed it wasn't even there at the time. She went to go use the bathroom or whatever. So me and my new coworker, who I kind of helped train, were explaining to her, hey, we didn't really see it, but we saw it. And she was like, well, okay, there we go. So that's the second thing. That's the second theft of the day. The first one was when I had initially gotten there, and my coworkers filled me in that that's what was going on over the walkie. That a person walked out with a bunch of Buffalo Bills gear. So as you can tell, my store gets stolen from very often. Now this one is kind of bashing on my job a little bit, but I'm leaving this place in um, less than a week, few days. So I don't care. I'm not saying the name of where I work. Most people know where I work currently. But I made a lot of new friends at my job. And I text them, I snap them, whatever. Well, we aren't, me and one of my now ex-coworkers, we're not big fans of the management. So... She's doing her stuff, I'm doing my stuff. We were scheduled to pretty much work the same stuff. So, you know, we're going and putting stuff away. We were walking around together because she's newer and I kind of know where some of the stuff goes. And we also, at the same time, were having customers coming up to us asking us questions. And if one of us didn't know the answer, normally the other one did. So, you know, we're walking around together, doing our job together, talking. Well, we have lunch at the same time. I ended up taking my break whenever, because they didn't tell me when it was. But we took our lunch break at the same time. And we're allowed to leave on our lunch break, which that's kind of like an important part of the story. But um, we're, you know, doing our thing, whatever. And her and I are talking, and, you know, we're talking about management. 
talking about whatever. And I said, oh, well, this manager is my favorite, whatever. Well, there was another thing where we kind of insulted that manager. But not really. We made a joke about him. And we knew no, we knew that no one was around. So, I'm going into the back, putting stuff away, and he, you know, he comes up to me, he goes, hi, just kind of walk by, I go, hi. He looks at me, and he goes, someone told me that you said something very nice about me, and I appreciate it. And so I kept walking, and I was thinking, oh no, either someone overheard her and I shit-talking him, or... they overheard or he overheard how I said that he was my favorite manager. So I was freaking out about that for a bit. So I end up going into the back for my 15 minute and they don't really care when we take it if it's not written down. If we get a 15 and a lunch, they don't care. Especially when I asked three managers what time it was supposed to be at and they never answered me. I took it at whatever time and then took my lunch. So, I'm in the back just having a little snack because my coworker and I were going to go get food together. And we hear, I hear over the walkie, I heard them say, well, where are the girls for the fitting rooms? I was working in one, she was doing the other, whatever. And I hear that manager saying over the walkie, um saying something like, oh, well, they're both supposed to be doing fitting room, but they're walking around the perimeter of the store together, and they know they're not supposed to. So I'm sitting there, and I'm going, okay, well, I'm already on his shit list, in my mind, and now they're talking about how we were walking around together, whatever. So I text her, I was like, they're talking about us back here. And she's like, well, what are they saying? And I told her, and she's like, just ignore it. You know, we're leaving for lunch soon. We'll talk about it then. So, I go back out, and I get back out on the floor, do whatever, her and I texting, whatever. So, as we were texting, we were both talking about how we didn't like working there, and that we were going to end up applying for other places. I was hired as part-time, which is the most that they do. They don't do full-time there. And she was only hired for seasonal, so she needed to find a job. So we both agreed that we would go apply to the same places. We were going to apply... This I'll say the name of just because, but we were... We both agreed that we were going to apply at Pink. Or Victoria's Secret, we've got both of them at our place. At our mall. So I said, okay, cool. So we go and, you know, we get a 30-minute lunch break. So... I'm in the bathroom doing whatever, and she texts me, she goes, yo, let's hurry up, or she said, yo, hurry up, I was like, I'm in the bathroom, but think about it, you can, if we wait a few minutes, we can get a little bit extra time to have our lunch, so, you know, we go and we clock out, and we leave together. Granted, we're in a mall, so we didn't go very far, but we both took off our name tags, whatever, and just walked and, you know, went to the pretzel place and got pretzels and just sat and ate. First thing we did was we walked over to Victoria's Secret and we asked them, is your application online, whatever. We did that. We went and got food, headed over to one of our other stores there because they had to head over there. 
And then we went back, and we still had, like, two minutes left. Because we were like, well, we wanted to leave, but you have to clock in at a very specific time. After your break. So I was like, hey, it's this time, it's this time, it's this time. And she was like, you know what, I don't care, I'm leaving this place anyways. And then she said, she was like, those managers can kiss my Puerto Rican ass. And, you know, I'm standing there laughing. I was like, yeah, that's true. So we go back and we do our own thing, whatever, still texting about it. And, you know, all that going home. So one day she's working and I'm not. And I don't know if they changed the schedule so we weren't working together or if that's just how we were scheduled. And she texted me and she said a few days previous... And it may have been that day that we were hanging out. It may have been one of the next days. She told me that she was going to put in her two weeks. Or that she was putting in her two weeks at the end of that week. Or that she was just going to straight up quit. So she texted me. And she was like... Said something along the lines of... Well, I don't need to put in my two weeks anymore because they just fired me. And I asked her why, and it was honestly for stupid reasons. It was because, in my eyes, she was having a bad day, which she was. And it was because of attitude. So I told her, well, you know what? The good news is, you don't need to talk to the managers anymore. So I ended up asking my one friend who works at my new job, hey, can you send me the application? wanted me to work there. Did that. I filled it out and sent it to my friend, and she filled it out. So, I currently am still working at the place I'm currently shit-talking. And right now, she isn't. So, like I said, filled out the application, so did my friend. Next day, I'm walking home from work, and I get an email from the new company saying... We want to set up an interview with you. So I screenshot it and send it to her. And she tells me the next day that she got offered an interview too. So they ended up doing hers over the phone. And this place will instantly tell you if they want you or not. And so she told me, yeah, but they don't want me. Whatever, whatever. So she tells me, call them now and do your interview. So I call them, and instead of doing one over the phone, they wanted me to come in. So I said, oh, okay, that's fine, you know, I can do it on this day at this time. I texted her and told her that, and we were trying to figure out why they was, why they ended up wanting me to come in, and they interviewed her over the phone, when we live about the same distance away in opposite directions of the place. So... I text my friend who sent me the application, and I let her know. So, the day of my interview comes up, and it was one of the days that I was working. So, I had this interview, and then I had to go straight to work after that. I didn't tell my managers that I applied to a new place, because I wasn't going to let them know until I hopefully got hired. Because there's no point, in my opinion, of telling your management that you applied to a new place if you're not getting hired 
because then they're automatically going to think, well, they're going to be leaving us, so let's work them to the bone. So I go in and I do my interview, and she tells me, I do want you on my team. She said, you can work with us and your other job at the same time if you want to. You can put in your two weeks there and then come here. You can do whatever you want. So I text my friends. I let them know, hey, so I got the job, whatever. And I went to work and told my coworkers there. And I was like, I have to put in my two weeks soon. So I end up putting it in a few days after, I believe, because I wanted to start. I told them my availability was New Year's Day. So I believe the beginning of last week, the beginning of last week or the week before, because my two weeks is coming up this week, the 27th, I was going to tell my manager the one day, but by the time I got to work, her schedule has her scheduled, so she was leaving at that time. So they said, hey, go run into her office super quick, see if she's there. And I said, I can't do that because when I came in through our entrance, she wasn't in the office and she's not on the floor. So she already left. So the next day I end up going to work and I didn't want to tell the other managers. There's only her and one other that actually fully run the store who make up the schedules and everything, and I wasn't going to talk to that manager because, honestly, I'm not a fan of him. None of us are. So I go to work the next day, and I bring my friend with me because she wanted to spend the day at work with me. Completely fine, because it's a mall. They're not going to care. It's a big store. You can walk around there for four hours, which is what she did. So first thing I do when I see my manager is, you know, I go in the back, put my stuff away. I come out and I see her and I go up to her and I let her know. I was like, hey, um, I'm putting in my two weeks. I was like, I was going to tell you yesterday, but by the time I went to talk to you, you weren't there. She said, oh, okay, you know, whatever. Didn't ask for a reason. The other manager, however, would have asked me for a reason on why I was putting it in, which we don't need to do. So I let her know, and she said, okay, so well, when would it be? And I said, well, two weeks from today. So she said, okay, so the 27th. Technically, the 26th is my last because that is the last day I'm scheduled. So I went ahead and I told all my coworkers, hey, guys. So, well, I told the ones I'm friends with. I let them know, hey, you know, I put in my two weeks. A lot of them were just like, okay, whatever. Oh, that's, that's upsetting, whatever. But there were a few of them who actually got genuinely upset. And I told them, I was like, hey, look, here's the thing. I'm working right across the street, okay? I was like, I still buy stuff from here, and I do online pickup. I'll order it online, and I'll come and pick it up in the store. So you guys are still going to see me pretty frequently, probably every two weeks. So, you know, it's, you know, nearing the end of my job there and I had the orientation excuse me with the new job and that was on pretty much like my only one of my only days off I worked two days that week and then the rest of the week I had off so that was last week 
and my orientation was on Wednesday. And she said, hey, you know, at the interview, she said, well, can you do an orientation on this day? And I said, that's one of my only days off work. So yeah, she's like, oh my God, I'm sorry. You know, I was like, that's my first day off work. I was wrong. It was the day after because I kept messing up my schedule because I do work and I do school. And most of the time they're at the exact same time. And I was like, you know what? That's completely fine. Whatever. And I go to the orientation and oh my God. So my friend who works there at my new job, I texted her and asked if she was working that day. And she said, yeah, you know, she came and picked me up and we drove to work. And I had the orientation and she, the manager, my boss told me, told the group, I should say, that it was the last one she was doing for a while because she's been doing them every single weekend since, I think she said, Halloween or around Halloween time before that. So it was a fairly large group. She said she normally keeps them to three or four people, but this time it was about eight and she told us, she's like, I'm glad that you guys are actually getting to know each other because she had one of the big groups who just sat there the whole time and she would talk to them and they wouldn't really say anything. And I, you know, I said, I was like, oh, it sounds like my English class. My teacher will say something and none of us will respond. And he would make a joke and be like, wow, you guys have great answers. So we're doing that, you know, getting to know each other, watching the, watching videos, whatever. And it's, I instantly, I haven't even started working there yet, and I already love the place. She told us that the room we were in, because someone came in and instantly left, she told us that that was kind of like a secondary break room, because we can only allow a certain amount of people in the main break room at the moment. But she told us, she said, the pantry is always stocked. Sometimes they do catering, so we don't have to worry about bringing food like I do at my job, where I get yelled at if I order food. We don't really pretty much don't need to bring food in. We always have food, whatever. And not only that, this place, I get paid weekly, and my one friend told me, she said, tell me how much she gets paid in a week. And I text her back and I say, the amount that you get paid in a week, I get paid in two weeks. So I will be making more money, especially because she even told her, she said, right now this is minimum wage. It's going up to this on the first. So technically, you guys are getting a raise. She said, you guys just started and you guys are already getting a raise. So, we've got that, and this place is like a family, honestly, and the one thing I do like about this place is, even though it is time-consuming, we actually do COVID checks. We have to, before we even walk into the store, we have to fill out a COVID test on our phone super quick and have it show it to the person who is at the station when we come in, we go in, we do our temperatures, we sign in, whatever. She told us, she said, you get paid for those 15 minutes. She said, it's not even 15 minutes, but you get paid for that. So 
she said at the orientation, she's like, you guys are getting paid for this orientation and you guys are getting paid for the 15 minutes. But we do that, you know, filled out our paperwork. The other thing is, and I personally love this, is she said, you know, you get your standard 15 minute breaks, whatever, but your lunch break, it's not a half hour. You get 45 minutes. To most people, that's not really a big deal, but to me it is because let's say I order something to my current job and I have to pick it up. I'm not going to wait until the end of my shift to go pick it up when they're probably getting ready to close. Since it's right across the street, I can literally go and run across the street and pick it up and be back at work. Versus right now me working and only being on my lunch break and having to eat and then run over to the station to pick up my stuff, which takes a few minutes to do, and then get back before getting in trouble. So I do appreciate that. Only difference is since she did come up with this thing, I've only got to deal with it for a few weeks, but minors have to clock in for their 15 minutes, not a big deal. So I already love this place. Management is super nice. I've only met one of them, but there's like three of them. Super nice. And they actually stick to the availability, to your availability. Not only that, you can change it whenever. So I'm supposed to be going back to school soon. After the holiday, few weeks, I can let my boss know, hey, my availability has changed. Okay, cool, what is it? That's the other difference is my boss actually texts me versus me having to call. Whatever, whatever. So, besides that, I also know a group of people who work there because I told my friend, hey, you know, send me pictures and, you know, names of some of the people who work there so I can get to know them. She texts me and she sends them to me and I said, oh my god, I go to school with this person. I'm family friends with this person. This is one of my best friends since, you know, whenever. And we also don't have a super strict dress code. Like my current job there, I have to wear all black. And there are certain things I can't wear. At the new place, you can, it, it's business casual. I can wear jeans. I can wear blue jeans. I can wear sweaters. Technically, I can't wear hoodies, but they said right now we can. Whatever, whatever, you know. And they said, pretty much, it's your school dress code. I love that. I love that I don't have to wake up every day and choose a very specific outfit. And on my way to that orientation, that's when my friend said, hey, choose whatever you want to wear, and they'll let you know dress code. I had to tell myself not to throw on all black. But I am very excited to start that job. So I've talked enough about work. I've talked enough about my new job. So I'm going to kind of switch gears a little bit and talk about, let's see. I don't really want to talk about school because I am now officially on break. So I guess I'll talk about 
I don't know. <laughs> I could talk about the holidays, which I'm probably going to end up doing. There's really not much to talk about at this point. I've always made these about what's going on in the week, whatever. The only thing I can really talk about at this point is work. So, I'm just going to start talking about the holidays, I guess. <laughs> so, right now, I don't know if you can tell by the kind of like echo changing in my voice. I'm currently walking around my apartment. You know, whatever, just chilling out, you know, floor creaking and everything, probably freaking out my downstairs neighbor on why he keeps hearing noises back and forth. And, you know, I'm just going around looking at the lack of decorations. So, my mom and I don't really put up decorations. I just recently moved in with her. You know, being in a house where it was full of decorations inside, you know, lights and everything... Right now, all we have up is a tiny little, the char tiny little Charlie Brown Christmas tree that used to be my great grandfather's before he passed away. You know, I'm looking at that and I'm thinking, okay, well, I gotta put my lights up on there because the lights that are on there don't work. And you know, I gotta do that. And I'm gonna have my friend come over, see if maybe she can help me put some lights up around the house, make it look a little more festive. So, I guess I can just talk about stuff like that. So, I ended up buying Christmas gifts for everyone. You know, for my mom, my grandparents, who I'm actually currently waiting on having my grandfather come over. My grandmother texted me and was like, hey, you know, he wants to come. I have a, you know, we have a few Christmas gifts for you. When is a good time for him to come over? And I was like, oh, you know, 1230 should be good. She's like, or I said, and. I was like, literally any time before 3.30 because I work at 4, whatever. So, you know, just waiting. It's, you know, 8.30 in the morning, but still, I still have to get dressed and everything. Um, and fix my makeup from last night, which, that's something I'll talk about later. But, um, so, you know, bought Christmas gifts while I was actually working. The one day, you know, I was working, and I'm just going around the store, and this was right after I got a nice paycheck. And I was like, I'm going to spend some money, you know. Bought stuff for my grandparents, for my mom, my sister, stuff for my boyfriend, which I also ordered something for him, and stuff for my brother-in-law. And I'm trying to think of who else. That may have just been it. Stuff for myself, of course. Well, then I had to go back and return the thing for my brother-in-law because I specifically asked my sister if he would like it. She said yes, and then she said, on second thought, no. My coworkers, you know, were cashing me out, and they were like, oh, we'll do one on a gift receipt. So I said no because they're never going to come to return them anyways. Well, we start laughing because then they see me returning it, and I was like, you know what? It's my money, so it doesn't matter. You know, bought him something else, confirmed it with my sister. She's like, yeah, that works, whatever. So, keep in mind, it is the 23rd of December. I spent, you know, normally, you know, you buy all this stuff. Keep in mind, I bought everything at the beginning of December. Bought it, you know, right after Black Friday. Had them sitting in my dirty room. 
for almost a month when I could have, you know, gotten out wrapping paper, wrapped everything. I decided to sit in the middle of my Google Meets and just sit there and wrap my presents. Two days ago, I have to mail some of them. I've got to mail my boyfriend's presents. And my mom and I said, we're not going to be seeing each other anyways. Doesn't matter. She told me, wait until after New Year's. Because she's like, I don't want the packages getting lost. Completely understandable, considering the stuff I got was super nice. I don't want that getting lost either. So we were like, okay, we'll wait until New Year's. So my phone is glitching out. Sorry, guys. You guys can't tell, but it's kind of freaking me out. I'm just trying to check my notifications. Okay, anyways. (laughs) So... You know, finally got everything wrapped. Somewhat ready for the holidays. I might make bread later. I might make some type of food for Christmas later. You know, I was hoping that the stuff I ordered, I ordered some dresses, whatever, that I was going to have for the holidays. Sadly, they are not going to be at my work by Christmas. You know, a pair of pants that I bought should be there tomorrow. I work tomorrow. I can pick them up as I'm working or before I work. So sadly, the dress I wanted to wear for Christmas isn't going to be in, but that's okay. I also ordered a whole bunch of stuff off of Romwe because why not? And so I'm also waiting for that stuff to come in, which it shouldn't be here until sometime in January. So whatever, that's not really important. It kind of is, because I spend all my money, and I had to currently turn off my card to stop me from spending money. But, you know, bought stuff for Christmas. I'm pretty much, like, I'm not ready for it. It's come way too soon this year. And, you know, one quick little thing that my coworkers and I have noticed is, you know, I have a lot of coworkers who are Muslim, and... We, the area I'm in, a lot of the people who come into my store aren't really the nicest people, I should say. One of my coworkers called a customer over, and they just shook their head. She's Muslim and said, hey, you got, you know, I can help the next customer. And the lady just stood there in line until someone else hopped on a register. And I looked at her and I said, are you kidding me? Like, are you fucking kidding me? So, you know, we talk about, you know, doing Christmas, and one of my coworkers told one of them, like, hey, I'm going to have you come over. We're going to do an actual Christmas because they don't celebrate Christmas. But she said, I'm going to get you a Christmas present. And we were like, you know, I got the bucks the other day, and I was like, you know what, y'all? I'm going to get y'all Starbucks. That's That's your little Christmas present, whatever. So did that, whatever. And... I kind of, I'm kind of going off on a tangent, which is, if you guys know me by now, you know I do that. Um, so the one thing I don't really like is ever since Black Friday, we've always had people coming up and cashing them out, and the last thing they say before they leave is, Merry Christmas. So, I'm completely not against that at all, but I do, I... I don't want to say this and sound like, you know, like an asshole, but people need to stop saying Merry Christmas to people. 
Especially because of right now, there are so many holidays going on. I always, after I'm done, I always tell them, I said, happy holidays. They'll say it back, or they'll be like, oh, Merry Christmas, whatever. You know, the people who do that, that's fine. Um, the reason why I don't like doing that is obviously, like I just said, there's a bunch of holidays going on. I don't know if, you know, the person I'm cashing out, if they're Christian or if they are Jewish or if they celebrate some other faith where they don't celebrate Christmas. The amount of times where I looked at someone and, you know, you can't tell under my mask, but I give them a smile. I say, happy holidays. The amount of people who have given me a look. And I don't mean like, a, oh, yeah, you know, you two, like, they've given me a dirty look for saying that. Well, here's the thing. You say happy holidays to me, I'm going to say it back to you. If you say Merry Christmas to me, depending on if you were a nice, if you were a good customer, I will say Merry Christmas back. Most of the time, though, I always say happy holidays. Or they'll say it to me. Because you never know by looking at someone what they celebrate. So, you know the one time, I wasn't cashing someone out, but I overheard one of my co one of my coworkers going off on a tangent about a customer. Kind of ranting, you know, whatever. And they were like, I said happy holidays to them. And they gave me a look and they said, no, it's Merry Christmas. Well, for you it's Merry Christmas, but what about for them? What if for them, what if they, don't, they just don't celebrate it? Because there are some people who even celebrate. This year is especially hard because you can't see your family. Where I am currently, our governor doesn't even want us to, you know, have more than, like, last I knew, ten people in the house. And we all make fun of him for it but you can't I don't know that was going off on a little tangent you know whatever long story short if I ever cash you out no matter where I am and it's hot and it's around the holidays just assume that I'm going to say happy holidays now if the person is talking about Christmas and about Oh, I've got to go put up my Christmas tree. I just bought Christmas presents, whatever. If I know that they specifically celebrate Christmas, that's when I'll say, Merry Christmas. If they say Happy Holidays, I say it back. If you're a rude customer, because I've had quite a few rude customers, and then at the end they'll be super nice, like, okay, thank you, Merry Christmas. I'll just, you know, give them a smile, be like, Happy Holidays. Whatever. But it kind of annoys me when... Someone, like with my coworker, they'll say happy holidays and the person's like, no, it's Merry Christmas. Or they'll be like, I'm Christian, it's Merry Christmas. Where here's a funny thing. And I told my mom this. I was like, well, the funny thing is, Christmas isn't actually a Christian holiday. It's actually pagan. If you don't know what pagan is, it's... Pretty much witching, witches, warlocks, that kind of stuff. So, I looked at her, I was like, Christians literally stole that holiday. 
you know, they get Easter, that's specifically, you know, for them, for Roman Catholic, like my family is. I am not. That's another thing one of my coworkers asked me, well, what faith are you? I look at her, I was like, I don't really have one. I was like, I was forced to do this my whole life. I'm not for it. So, I was like, I don't have a religion. She looks at me and she goes, that's fine. She's Muslim, she understands. I was like, I don't, you know, whatever, believe in God. I don't believe in Allah. I don't believe in anything, pretty much. Because the way I was raised, it was pounded into my head that I had to. Because we were, you know, little side note, the one day we were working, last day I worked. And we were just, you know, my coworkers were just, you know, kind of teaching each, other, teaching each other things in other languages. One of us, you know, was teaching each other stuff in Spanish. She was teaching us Arabic, you know. And I'm there, and I'm just standing there, just talking about whatever. So, you know, we were kind of teaching each other about each other's faiths and, you know, ethnicities, whatever. Um, and then made a joke that I was the... I am the only white one there, and I'm whiter than, or I'm darker than the Native American, the half Native American, half white girl that I work with. And, you know, that was just like a whole joke we were making. But, um, I don't remember where I was going with that. So, I'm going to switch off of that topic and on to a different one. So... I know I said I really wasn't going to talk much about school, but when I mentioned about, oh god, I don't remember which segment it was in, to be honest, but when I said, you know, taking off my makeup. So, I am a music student. I will be going to college for music education. Most of my main classes are all chorus. I'm in three of them, which I have said a few times before. And yesterday, my chorus teacher mentioned that, I don't remember if it was supposed to be yesterday or today, one of the two days, that it was supposed to be our Christmas con- our, not Christmas concert, that's what he called it, but our holiday concert. And I instantly got super upset because, well, first off, we can't really do a concert. We each, it's virtual. So we have to send in recordings of us singing to, you know, certain songs, and he'll clip them together, whatever. And I got really upset, because it would have been my last holiday concert pretty much forever. I'm a senior, I'm never gonna have another one. And in between my classes, I was looking through the old videos that were on YouTube and on his teacher page, and I was looking for my holiday concert from last year, which I, after digging, finally found, and I was in a solo group with one of the songs we sang. So, during the, we call it like the beginner's choir, you know, I asked him, I was like, hey, you know, can I talk to the group about something super quick? He goes, yeah. All of a sudden, out of the faces I could see on my computer, they look scared. Because I'm the pretty much the oldest one in the group. And they know I'm easygoing. 
but they know I get tough about some stuff. First thing I said to them was like, guys, you're not in trouble with anything. I just wanted to talk to you guys. And I could see their faces kind of ease up a bit. I pretty much let them know. I was like, you guys can't tell. But 10 minutes ago, I was bawling my eyes out. And my teacher kind of got a look on his face and I was like, I know most of you guys are in here just to get the credit. You don't actually care about music, whatever. I was like, but think about it. If you do decide to stay in this group or you decide to go into the next groups, you will instantly get roped in. I was like, you know, starting out my freshman year, I just did it because I needed a credit. Now I'm going into education for that. I'm going to school for that. And I told them, I was like, I just spent, you know, the last, you know, whatever amount of time looking at my old videos that are still posted. And I told them, I was like, I've looked at them since my freshman year. I was like, this is the first time I've watched my videos since I started music. I watched my freshman year once. I was like, guys, I was like, I don't care if you want to stay in music. I don't care if you want to stay in here. I was like, I'm telling you guys, you should because it's a giant family and whatever, whatever. I was like, even if you don't decide to, though, please, when you're older or, you know, at the end of the school year, go back and look at your concert videos. I told them, I was like, this is the first time I've looked at them in four years. And I was like, the, I was like, I'm surprised of, you know, the amount of people who graduated that I remembered and that I remembered the music. And, you know, my teacher starts laughing and I was like, one of, you know, one of the girls in my class, her sister, I'm friends with her sister. And her sister was in the class last year, graduated last year. And she, you know, was sitting in on the class for whatever reason. I was like, there are some people here. I was like, you know, graduated last year that know exactly what I'm talking about. I was like, I look at those videos, I cry. I was like, you guys are like a family to me. This whole group is a family to me. The other groups are family to me. I was like, whatever you do. Please do not forget about when you took music. Don't forget about when you took chorus. And, you know, I told them that. And he was, my teacher was like, that's really sweet. Thank you for telling them that. And, you know, he was pretty much, like, talking about how the videos are still up, so go watch them, whatever. And he told me, he was like, the thing is, he's like, most of these kids have done music before, whatever. But for those who haven't, those who are freshmen just coming in, never done core, not easy this year. And what I ended up doing is now I'm taking a lot on my plate and we were trying to figure out, well, how are we going to show these, this concert? Like, how are we going to do this? And, you know, we had to send in the videos, you know, the voice recordings. They, we had students who were putting the videos together. You know, he would put the music together. Sorry, my neighbors were making noise. And, you know, the kids would put pictures and videos with that, with that. And I told him, I was like, what if I make a YouTube channel? It initially was going to go on one of my personal ones. And I post the videos on there. He said, okay. Someone said, well, is it going to be on your own personal one? Because I have one that I'm using for colleges. Or could I make a new one? I said, I can definitely make a new one. So I made a new one, and I'm just waiting to post them, and that's pretty much what I did. (laughs) But anyways, so last night or tonight, 
one of the two, again, don't remember, was supposed to be that concert. And, you know, I'm watching those videos. I'm crying. And what I ended up doing last night was, because I even told the class, I was like, this is my last, you know, holiday concert. I was like, I looked at my dress and I started crying because last year may have possibly been the last time I wore it. So what did I decide to do last night? I dug that dress out of the closet, you know, put it on, put my hair up, did my makeup, and just looked at it. And I was like, this might be the last time I wear this dress. And then I watched those videos again. And I made a TikTok about it, whatever. (laughs) The amount, like I already said, like the amount that I remember singing was just wow like I remember stuff some of the videos I couldn't find and I remember songs that I sang back in my freshman year some of them one of the videos I watched and I was like I don't remember singing the song or I didn't remember the name of it and then some of them I'm looking and all I had to see was the title and I could burst into song about it but Yeah, so hopefully with us going back to school, we will be able to do our actual concerts because the final concert we do is specifically for the seniors. And we have a whole ceremony where my choir director buys roses, one for each senior, and whether it's a family member or a close friend, we never know who it is. Unless we have siblings, then we obviously know who it is. But in the middle of the concert, after beginning or after one of the groups goes on, he starts talking about the seniors. And he'll be like, he won't say who the name is until the end, but he'll be like, I've had this student since freshman year. They're this, this, this. They have a beautiful voice, whatever. They've done this. They're going to this school for... Th- excuse me, they're going to this school for this. And, you know, the students who are giving out the roses go down and they'll grab them and they'll go in the back. And he'll call that student down. And in front of the entire audience, full of fellow students, teachers, teachers normally go to that concert, parents, grandparents, family members, alumni, their friend or family member, whoever it is, will walk across stage and they get handed a rose. And it is one of the sweetest things ever. I know kids who have taken their roses and they've actually put them in picture frames and they hang them up, which is probably what I'm going to do, or in a photo album. And we had to do that differently last year. We had to physically, we had to make a video to send to the person and we had to drive to their house and deliver the rose. Someone would take a video of us giving it to them. We sent it into a kid. They clipped it together, whatever. But to me, that's the most important concert. That's my last concert ever. And it's dawning on me now that last year's holiday concert may have been the last concert I've done in school. So that is very tough for me. But enough about that. <laughs> um. Let's see if there's anything else to talk about. Okay, so the final thing I'm 
just saying this is the final thing because I really can't think of anything else. I'm just going to talk about something I did the other day. So, I am, in some instances, a crafty person. Sometimes I'm not. And I, I ended up wanting to buy a pair of jeans and bleach them. So, I ended up ordering a pair of black jeans. And I had this whole idea in my head that I was going to bleach half of, you know, one side of them, front and back, white, and then the other half, do it a checkerboard pattern. So, you know, black, white, black, white, whatever. So I got the jeans after they finally came in. You know, had to go to the store and had to buy. I didn't want to use actual bleach and I didn't want to use toilet cleaner. So I got like toilet cleaning bleach instead of using something like Clorox toilet bowl cleaner. I got like pretty much the same thing, except it was a different brand. And I did that. Oh my god, the amount of time that it took. It took me at least two days to do. Day and a half. So, I had posted pictures of them, and I'm going to, on Instagram, either later this week, or within, you know, the next day or so. And I had to... I didn't wash these jeans at first, so I'm kind of glad I didn't. I ended up buying a giant thing of bleach, and it came with a spray bottle with bleach, and then, you know, like, the filler, like the giant, you know, gallon size or half gallon, however big it was, container to refill that bottle with. It took so long to do. Because, like I said, I didn't wash them at first, so that kind of didn't. And I had to be very careful with the bleach because my mom has really bad reactions to it. And so I'm doing this in the bathtub and, you know, getting bleach everywhere or whatever. The smell was really bad. Long story short, I ended up bleaching them and, you know, took like five bleach jobs to do. So did my hair. (laughs) No, the pants took quite a bit of time and... I realized as I'm doing this bleach, I ended up using up the bottle, so I used, I just started dumping the bleach out of the container, you know, out of the, yeah, out of the container on them, and taking a sponge and just whatever, and then I would rinse them every once in a while just to get out the black color and try to get out as much bleach as I could before I did the next one, you know, let them sit for half an hour, flip them, do the other side, whatever. So I had the tape all set out and asked my mom, hey... Which side should I do the tape on? Whatever. And then I was like, on the white side, should I leave the pocket black or should I do it white? Or what should I do? You know, should I leave it black? That ended up not happening. And I'm doing it. I was like, you know what? It's getting towards the end of this. The tape is falling off. It's not staying in the checkerboard pattern. Whatever. Completely fine. I ripped all the tape off. Still continued bleaching it. At this point, it wouldn't have mattered because some of the spots were already bleached. So if even if I got bleach on that side, which was happening anyways, if I got it all over the pants, you wouldn't it wouldn't matter. They didn't turn out like I wanted them to, with the checkerboard and the whole one side, whatever, the zipper not being the color I wanted, whatever. So by the time I finished, they were still somewhat black on, you know, the one side. 
and a gray color on the other. And I didn't want them gray. I wanted them white. And so, you know, I need quarters to do laundry. And I literally just had it, had them sitting in a bucket of dish soap because, you know, you can use dish soap to wash clothes. I've done it before. And I was like, this color's not coming out. I was like, this it's sitting essentially in its own coloring and bleach and whatever. You know, I had my friend bring me over some laundry money. Or I went over there and got it. I was like, okay, I'm going to wash these before I go to work that day. I couldn't wear them for work because they weren't fully black. But I was very proud of how they turned out. So the one side did turn out white like I thought it would. I wasn't sure how it would turn out. And, you know, the other side is black and white. It's more of like, um, not like a checker, but more of like, um, kind of like a splatter. Like if you were to take paint and like paint it and then kind of like just do random flicks throughout it, like take the paintbrush and just randomly blindly just flicker through it. And the top of it looks amazing. You know, the whole front side looks awesome. Then you turn around and the back, it kind of fades down from, you know, that design to just kind of like plain white. And it looks amazing. And yeah, I'm very proud of how they turned out. I'm never doing that again at my own house, um, at my apartment, because the bleach fumes, oh God, they're so strong. And you can still smell them on the pants, even after washing them. But I'm very proud of how they turn out. So that is it for this episode. I'm probably not going to post a new one for a few weeks. Since, again, I am very busy. Um, I might just do a quick little holiday one. Again, in a few days. But for right now, this is my holiday episode. So... For those of you who are still listening, I wanted to wish you guys a happy holiday and a happy new year and all around just good vibes for going into the new year. I thought I just saw something move, but it was my eyes. Anyways, a very happy new year, happy holidays. Going into 2021 with positive vibes, we're leaving all the negativity back in 2020. We aren't dealing with it anymore. And don't forget, if there's any takeaway from 2020, it's that the people who you were friends with at the beginning of the year versus now probably has changed. And... Honestly, all I'm seeing all over Instagram, Facebook, TikTok, whatever, Snapchat, whatever, is, and this is what I'm sticking with, if you were not in, if you were not with me on December 31st at 11.59pm, you are not coming with me into 2020. If you were with me, Since then, like this year, honestly, has seriously taught us who, has taught all of us who our friends are. So if you decided to stick with me up until that moment, you're going into the new year with me. If you haven't, and trust me, there are a lot of people who have, a lot of people who haven't since January, since 12 a.m. January 1st, 2020. If you have not stuck with me 
I don't care if it's since that day. Whatever. If you are not sticking with me December 31st, 2020 at 11.59 p.m., you are not going into the new year with me, I am honestly, and again, this is my perspective, is I know who my friends are at this point. This year has definitely taught me that. I've got closer to a lot of people. I've drifted from a lot of people. I've made a lot of friends and I've lost a lot of friends this year. And I'm leaving that in the past. Going into the new year as literally a new person. I'm going in there with a job. I didn't have that the beginning of the year. I'm going in there with a new relationship. <laughs> um, and a healthy one. Didn't have that at the beginning of the year. With making a video about that on when my anniversary for that was supposed to be. <laughs> um, but anyways... Remember that you know who your friends are. You know who you're bringing with you into the new year. And if you don't, you will quickly figure it out soon. Leave all the negativity, all the drama. Everything in 2020 is staying in 2020. We are not bringing anything with us into 2021. COVID, probably us. <laughs> Besides that, everything bad from 2020 is staying here. So, with that being said, I hope to bring you guys with me and hopefully have you guys bring me a few people into 2021. And I will talk to you guys next year.